If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Friday, June 30th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful for my car. Just because? Yeah, I just like it. I've had it for forever, and uh, it's. I just, I really like my car. I'm also not a car person. Mm-hmm. So I like things that I'm accustomed to, and I just really like my car, but I do think it's getting to the point where, well, especially when baby number two arrives, yeah. we probably got to reorganize our car sitch. You're going to be so sad to and not I, have your Pathfinder. And I think I'm going to be sad without it. And one might say, well, Jeff Dollar, they make new Pathfinders, but Jeff Dollar does not like the new body style of the Pathfinder. I, I actually do like the new body style. Like the, the newest the one. The new one. I didn't like the one between the one I have and the one now. Um, but I just like, I just like my, I just like, I just, I'm just comfortable you in like it. You like routine? Yes. Yeah. I know where the buttons are to do the things. I know when, I know that when I go through a drive through car wash, that the check engine light's going to be on for a week afterwards because some water gets right. into somewhere. Um, and I know it's not something to be alarmed about. Uh, I know that the passenger side window to roll it up from the driver's side door, you got to kind of push the button in a little bit while you pull it back to make it go up. And uh, I'm totally the opposite because I love getting a new car like every, well, a new to me car. Um, cause I only ever buy used cars every like two to three years just cause it's so fun. And it's like, you know, I mean, buying I mean, new jeans or something. It's exciting. And you're like, oh my gosh, my butt looks so good in these jeans. It's the same thing with the new car. I love it. I like getting a new car when when it happens, I just, it just makes me sad. But I really like, I really like my Nissan Pathfinder. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for our neighbor's hydrangeas because a, a huge like part of our neighborhood and even, uh, well, I'm going to say a huge part of Atlanta was screwed over a little bit plant wise by that little frost I don't think, situation. I, it's not a huge part of Atlanta. It was the Southeast. Yeah. And it was it wasn't a little frost situation. I think it ruined peaches and stuff. Yeah, it ruined the peach crop this it season. A, it was a big deal. We just didn't. It wasn't on our radar because we don't really care much about gardening. Well, but we do care about you know when when it hits June and we're like, where are all the peaches? Right. And then they're like, peach season's over because we're not getting a second crop because. As an aside to that, uh, I was talking with Chef Kevin Gillespie a few days ago, and he said that we probably we definitely we're, we're probably looking at the last week or two of really good peaches. So if you're a peach eater, yeah, get them now. I'm gonna have to go to the farm stand this weekend <sighs> and get some of like the big yummy amazing peaches, assuming they still have them left. Cause what I haven't done, um, this season yet is do I, first of all, I would love grilled peaches. So we should do that. And I also love, um, peaches with burrata. Oh my gosh. I don't even think I know what so burrata good. is. Burrata is like mozzarella only. You can't cut it. Cause it's like a lot creamier. Okay. So it's like a cheese. And then if you put some like cream cheese consistency, no thinner than that. I mean, it's like cool whip consistency. No, I don't know. I'm not the right person to be able to describe this to you. Blood consistency. Why? why? Saliva. I think you should let it go. Um, But one of my friends posted years ago and I've never forgotten it. And every summer it's my summer thing that she makes, which is peach burrata and then a balsamic glaze on top. Not balsamic vinegar, balsamic glaze. It's so 
good. Oh my gosh. So I got to do that. Um, but I am grateful for our neighbor's hydrangea because it is like the only thing in our neighborhood that is in bloom right now. And it is crazy in bloom. Yeah, it's huge. And it's huge. And it's right across from our driveway. So every time I pull out of our driveway, I see it and it brings me unbridled joy to see that because it's so big. It's so amazing. And I think the whole neighborhood, like (laughs) feeling a little like an old lady, but I texted one of our neighbors and I was like, okay, how gorgeous is ex neighbors plant? They're like, oh my gosh, I think that every day when I drive by it. So it brings everybody a little joy. It is Friday, which means we're doing a one to 10 scale check-in on a scale of one to 10. Jeff Dollar, how are you this week? I am going to go with 7.5. Okay. I'm docking a full point for environmental reasons. It's just oppressively hot. It's oppressively hot. It's, it's It's the heat and the humidity together are just rude. I feel really bad for people in Texas because- um, It's all over this Well, I know, but Moshe said on the Mo News podcast, Moshe and Jill said that Texas and the Sahara Desert are the hottest places in the world right now. I saw something, somebody posted that the heat index in New Orleans, Louisiana on Thursday, yesterday, was going to reach 116 degrees. No, that is- that is awful. And I feel bad. He also said that it's not cooling down as much at night, which stinks also for people who may be homeless or living outside. Like that's really dangerous if it's not cooling off right. you know, at especially, night and you don't have a shelter. Especially in cities because the concrete and the pavement and everything sucks in the heat. And then even if the atmosphere is cool, it's still cooking. It's like your oven cooling off. So if you see someone that looks like they don't have anywhere to stay, maybe grab them a bottle of water because it's really important. Are, I, and I think that I'm sure that cities, I'm sure Atlanta is doing cooling centers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when it gets really cold in the winter, they do warming centers. And I think last year, the year before, there were a couple days like this and they opened cooling. Yeah. And maybe people have homes, but they're not, you know, air conditioning is really expensive. And I don't know. It's oppressively hot. So yeah, sorry that the weather's stocking a full point for you. Yeah, it's just, it's the, the weather is just rude. But other than that, I'm in uh, 8.5. I feel a little, um, I, overwhelmed is, is the wrong word. Uh, no, it's not. I just, I, there's, I just have a lot of balls in the air mm-hmm. right now. Work-wise? Yeah, all work related, and it's it's a little bit overwhelming. But I also know that it's all good chaos, mm-hmm. so I feel good about that. And uh, so that might be docking a couple points, but then points are being rebuilt because for whatever reason, this week Ellie has been cute times one hundred. Oh my gosh, she is so she's just adorable. She was t- telling stories this week and just goofing around and super vocal, super animated, just funny, making us both laugh. So sweet. Yeah. So it, uh, all said and done floating around 7.5 or an eight. How about you? Scale of one I'm to a 10. nine this week. All right. All right. Uh, the only thing is I'm just so tired and I wish I had a little more energy, but I'm going to tell you what really just re-energized me yesterday. And I think everyone should do this. I was thinking to myself, I woke up yesterday morning and I was like, you know what? I don't feel like going into the office right now. And then I was like- That was just yesterday morning you were thinking that? Yeah. Because I feel like it's been for a whole week or two now. It's been like a week. It's been 
I'm just kidding. It has, but it's been like a week where I'm like, I just don't, you like routine structure. You like the same, you like to get up at the same time every day. You like to be at the office at the same time. And I am just not wired that way all the time. Like you thrive on that. And I sometimes it gets, I don't know if it's the ADHD or something, but I just get, it gets monotone. So I literally asked myself yesterday morning, what do you want to do today? Like, what do you want to do? And cause you're an adult and you answer to yourself. Right. And you, I mean, I answer to you too, not answer to you, but you know, I understand. Um, so I was like, you know what I want to do? I want to go to the grocery store. I need like two things, but I want to go and not be in a hurry. Like that sounds uh, like nice to me. Cause every time I cool. go, yeah, I'm in a super hurry to like get in, get out, get on with my life. Yeah. And I was like, I just want to go. And I went to a different grocery store. That's a little bit out of the way. Yeah. And like not a normal thing just to mix it up a little bit. I was like, you know what? I don't want to work out first thing in the morning. I want to work out. I don't know. Maybe I'll work out before lunch, which I did. I got that in. And then I was like, you know what? I want to have a date with my husband. So I made a breakfast date reservation for us for today, which I'm really excited about. And Which sounds weird, but our there's a restaurant that so for years always had a wait. So they went into a all reservation system. I think they did it when they came out of COVID, when they, you know, when they started to go back to normal with COVID and it's fantastic. Because oh, I love a reservation. Yeah, you're seated and you never think to make a breakfast reservation, but they're only open for breakfast and lunch. Yeah, and it's one of Jeff and my like favorite restaurants. It's called Buttermilk Kitchen. Really good, great Southern food, great Southern breakfasts. Um, like farm to table, I think you could say that, right? I, like they I, have I, a lot of fresh ingredients. A lot of it's locally sourced. Um, I, I That phrase bugs me because... Everything is farm to table. It's the number of it. They what they should be disclosing is how many steps are between the <laughs> right. farm and the table. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like you could make the argument that a diet coke is farm to table. There's just 130 steps in between right. the 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 sugar plant that grows mm-hmm. and well, I guess there's no sugar in a diet coke, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So um, we're going to go there. I did that. And I know you told me that the clutter in our house, and by clutter, Jeff means messy, things out of place, things like sitting on the counter, all that was really bothering you. And so I took the morning to clean the house. Oh, thank you. So you haven't been home since, you know, since I cleaned, but um, when you go home, you'll see like the clutter is gone. Boxes from Amazon are broken down. I took the trash out. Um, Can I clarify the clutter thing? Cause I think that comes up a lot and I don't want people, I, I don't want it to come across as though I'm, I'm cr- like a crazy neat freak. I don't think you're a crazy neat freak and nor do I think you come off that way. I, what I need f- where I can feel because I have, it's, it's, if, if you're somebody who has anxiety, right. And you experience anxiety and some of it is, is, you know, an overreaction, right. Some people can just be in a messy room and it doesn't bother them. Other people, it causes. It's like all that you can see. Yeah. And so what I know is I need to have a space. As long as there's a space that's tidy then my anxiety is in check. I start to get, feel a little panicked when 
every one of my spaces is cluttered. So mm-hmm. typically, because my favorite room to be in is the kitchen, because I love to cook and I love and and I love it when I just think, oh, I'm gonna make something, but I hate it when I have to clean the kitchen before I make something. Mm-hmm. So typically it's the kitchen followed by the studio. Mm-hmm. So if one or both of those is fine, the rest of the house can be destroyed. And this has just been such a hectic week that the, the kitchen has been, and, well, and we have a two-year-old who has a pastime of, I'm going to take every post-it out of daddy's desk and just stick it places. Yeah. That's her favorite hobby right now. Yeah. So, yeah. So I just want to cl- clarify that. So it's not that I, I need the house to be immaculate and everything has to be, you know, set in its exact way. Like the woman who, who, you know, Kidnap the guy in misery. I'm not yeah. that guy. Mm-hmm. But so thank, but thank you. Yeah. For so doing I did it. some tidying. I also know that my pile of stuff that I took out of my car and put in the garage when you took my car to get cleaned was driving you nuts. So I cleaned that up. I also baked Ellie muffins for no. when she comes home. Blueberry. I blueberry and chocolate chip. Oh, good. Because I know you like the chocolate chip. Yep. Um, so I made blueberry and chocolate chip. So I did all of these things that just brought me joy. I took some calls. I got into my email for a minute from home. I mean, it was just, it just felt good to get out of the, what am I doing five days a week hamster wheel that I feel like I get in sometimes and I feel more inspired. So maybe if you're in a rut and especially if you have ADHD, because it's hard for us to like do the same thing all the time without getting bored, uh, change it up, do what you want to do. I am so excited for the next few days, starting with our breakfast date today, which Mm -hmm. by the time you're listening to this is either underway or has already happened. So I'm excited for that. Then uh, Saturday night, tomorrow night, you and I have a date night with a babysitter and everything. We do. So that, you know, and it, it was cool the way it came about because it was our babysitter reaching out to us saying, um, Hey, I'm, you, I'm free. You want a date night? Yeah. And and we hadn't even really thought of it. So our challenge, uh, I would like us to challenge ourselves, each other, something like that, to not talk about work. That's going to be hard. I know. But it's just so easy to do when we work together. But I think we should not talk about work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is, so that's Saturday night. And then Sunday, we are taking Ellie Dollar to her very first Atlanta sporting event. We're going to the Atlanta United game. We're so excited about that. So that'll be really fun. And then we're off next week. Yeah. Are we doing shows or no. none? We're off the whole week. Okay. We took the, this is one of these things, do something now that your future self will thank you for. I think over Christmas break or New Year's break or something, Jeff marked off that we were going to be off well, this week. It, it might've been even sooner than that. Cause last year I forgot to block our vacation. Yeah. So we had, advertising contracts that were sold and we were obligated to do for both the week of Memorial Day and the week of 4th of July. But we didn't know this year when we would be taking our beach trip because it was because of the IVF schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, So turns out it was neither. We'll be going around Labor Day. 
Waking up feeling refreshed and being a parent to younger children don't usually go hand in hand, but they have for us because we have the Hatch Rest. And with the Hatch Rest, restful nights for the entire family can be your new reality. This is a product that we registered for. We were really excited about it because a lot of our friends told us how amazing it was. And Ellie has used it literally since the first day of her life and we love it. It's a great noise machine for her and it's great for babies. And then when we transition her into a big kid's bed and she has a little bit more independence, they have color and sound cues. So the time for bed pairing alerts tell them that it's time to wind down for the night. And then in the morning, a time to rise signal lets them know when it's okay to get out of bed. So, okay, you can get out of bed when the light turns blue or whatever, and they can pick out the color that they like. And it keeps the early riser kids in bed for a little bit longer, which is amazing, especially on the weekends when you just want to sleep in a little bit more. So we love our hatch. We are so excited that they are an advertiser on our show. And I cannot speak to how much we've enjoyed this. And Ellie is a great sleeper and I attribute that to Hatch. The rest has helped over 3 million babies and parents get restful sleep. And it's no wonder that it's consistently a top baby registry item. It was definitely a top registry item on ours. Right now, Hatch is offering upside listeners up to 15% off your purchase of a Hatch Rest and free shipping at hatch.co slash upside. So if you're ready for improved sleep for your kids and for yourself, go to hatch.co slash upside to get up to 15% off and free shipping. That's hatch.co slash upside. You know about Liquid IV. We've been talking about it forever on this show, and we are excited to share with you that now they have a sugar-free option. This has been years in the making, but the Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier Sugar-Free Option has a proprietary no-sugar hydration solution with no artificial sweeteners for whatever has you dragging. And I'm talking about working out hard and, and sweating in this hot summer heat. I'm also talking about just staying up too late and watching TV on the couch not realizing that you haven't had a glass of water in six hours and wondering why you're dragging the next day. I'm also talking about just going for a walk with your kid in the summer and not sweating, but not realizing how much a glass of water would just help you feel better. Liquid IV powers hydration into your system two times faster. It's more efficient than just drinking water alone. And they've got delicious flavors to choose from. Real flavor, real people, real hydrating, now sugar-free. Grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier sugar-free in bulk at Costco or get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com. Use code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you use promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. Here is a beautiful human alert for you to take into the weekend. A couple in Tampa realized on their very first date that they both wanted a big family. Seems like an intense conversation on date number one, but hey, you guys do you. They got married in 2020 and decided to adopt six siblings who had Aww. been in the foster care system for three years, but living separately. Aww. So the, all the kids are between the ages of three and 11, they're already doing better in school. They're all bonding as a family. They're adjusting well to, to their new home. Um, there is a, a there's an 11-year-old, a 10-year-old, a 9-year-old, a 7-year-old, a 6-year-old, and 
a three-year-old. Now, can you imagine the chaos that goes from no kids to six kids? No, the, I the, can't. The, everything about it, the expense, the food prep. How do you even prepare for that? Yeah. You've just gone from, from if you're, even if you're ordering pizza. Yeah, you've, you've gone just, from two to You've gone from, from buying one pizza and maybe a salad to three pizzas maybe? McDonald's? You go through the drive through at McDonald's, you can't even remember your entire order. Yeah. Last week, it was, yeah, can I have a quarter pounder meal and a filet of fish meal? Okay, thanks. This week, it's, okay, I need one Happy Meal with McNuggets and fruit and a Coke. I need another Happy Meal with a cheeseburger and fries and with milk. And I need another. Amazing. And I love that. I hate hearing that siblings and families get, you know, broken apart in foster care. Like, that makes me so sad. And I love that they're able to be together. And how cool is that? Yep. Uh, So, uh, from Tampa, Florida, Dustin and Daniel Johnson, you are this week's Upside Beautiful Humans. Thanks for listening to the Upside Podcast. Peace to you.